Hey, do you guys like last week's news from four people you've never heard of? It's Wednesday, and game night is now. I'm Dan, with my esteemed panel of experts, Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. Mex, you can find him catching some shinies usually, but not recently. And Steve, I don't have anything to say. His head is back, a different shape than it normally is because yeah. he's leaning forward. It looks How like an air traffic it? controller tonight. I, I was so confused because when Jeff clapped and did his ring around, I thought we were already streaming, which is why I didn't. Oh, well, we totally all have been streaming for this entire time. It's just yeah. the clap. Is, I see the peak in the audio yeah. levels, and then I know where to trim all that garbage from the beginning off of. Okay, sounds good. All right. So we took a week off. I went and saw Endgame last Wednesday. Um, How was that? Keep, it was pretty good. I'll keep keeping it spoiler free because I still been, think people have gone out weeks. and see it. It's been two weeks. Still, you haven't still seen it by now. Wanna, yeah. I, mean, I had the, to go out of my way the, uh, to have it spoiled for me. So that the I, fact that Spider-Man, the Spider-Man trailer pretty much just completely spoils the movie. I guess it is pretty safe to uh, to spoil it. But it was it was good. It was, um, was kind of long. Kind of felt like three movies mashed together that none of like the only reason why it was okay was because they no story overstayed its welcome so it wasn't wasn't awful for a three-hour movie it's definitely worth watching but uh damn non-spoiler questions for you okay first did it bring you the feels uh no no uh i I wanted not sorry so light light spoilers not enough people died like, there's still way too goddamn many superheroes. Like, th- there's no gravity to anybody's... You can't have a single storyline anymore because 45 superheroes are just going to show up anytime anything dangerous actually shows up. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel's still flying around. She can just blow anything up that she feels like. But uh, There's no the, stakes is what you're getting right, at. Right. My no. question is, if all these people are in the same universe, how come it took them so long to get together? Uh, I mean, the universe is big. Yeah, I mean, superheroes were only invented like 40 years before yeah, this movie. It's not like just dicking around Kanto. You can't just get from one end to the other in like five minutes. Hop yeah. on your Charizard and just fly there. I mean, that's what I would do. You're going to take Uh-oh. the shiny Charizard out of the fucking garage and scratch it? <laughs> get into the big fight? You guys, I'm, I'm, I apologize for my shitty network. I did buy a new router, and by buy, I mean my coworker gave me one, but I haven't installed it yet, so that's why... Uh... I'm going to go silent and garbly every once in a while. I'm just happy that you're synced. Oh, yeah, that drives me fucking crazy. I I can't fucking watch you when you're uh, not synced. If if I fall out of sync, I'll just, I'll share a video of of, of a still frame of myself and we'll just call it from there. Just pull up that mayonnaise video and loop it. Yeah, just loop that. (laughs) Just with no sound, no context. No no context, Just just straight squeezing mayonnaise into their mouth. I think we'd lose the six people that are watching. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got um, the are they eating it like gogurt? I didn't watch the video. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole. Oh, you need you need to video. you need to watch it. So while I was out watching Endgame, what have you guys been doing? You've been playing any video games, Steve? Uh, yeah, I picked up, um, Magic: The Gathering Arena again. Actually, um, I didn't think I would, but after I went to the pre-release, I had the code. So I was like, I might as well redeem this. And I started messing around with it because I added a bunch of features since I last quit. And they have a 
updated like tier system for experienced players which put me in a much better category because my problem last With people time, that suck well it's it's smurf accounts but it doesn't okay. matter because you only have so much time to get cards at that point mm-hmm. and i really really enjoy a low tier game where people still have decks that are janky because you don't have a, a completely kitted out library yet and that was always my favorite part of magic especially way back when we played in high school because the internet was still too young to have caught on and people just didn't immediately solve everything like we had that same problem with mmos right there's no mystery to it anymore as soon as a new update comes out everybody knows everything about it and magic's the same way nowadays because people just buy every card they need for whatever the decks that are the new hotness and then that's all you ever see anymore there's no there's nobody who's like I bought two boxes of cards and I built the best thing I could out of it. Like that doesn't exist almost anymore. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, come back around to, to magic a little bit later on. Do you play anything else? Um, I, how's your time in Porsche going? Yeah, I played a decent amount of that the week prior, but I kind of gave it a rest cause it's actually kind of stressful <laughs> for a game. That's about relaxing. Uh, I had the same problem with um, Stardew Valley because there's a timer on the day and there's only so many things you can do before you pass out and there's no penalty for passing out, but you're trying to get shit done or there's a certain window where you have like so many days to do stuff or you got to talk to somebody and they're only in a single spot for a limited amount of time. And you wind up just trying to min max so hard that you're like, I'm fucking stressed out farming in this like relaxing game. So uh, I got to, like take a break from it and then come back without those levels of stress anymore that can you go can you go to the bar and try to impress the barkeep by drinking a lot like in harvest moon i don't know because all of the social interactions even though they're pretty heavy in this game i ignore completely i don't know like real life yeah yeah max not interesting Max, I think I've caught wind that you've actually been playing other video games. You've I've been, been cheating. I've been playing a lot of PUBG. Like, yeah. I know we played a couple of times, like, like a month ago. But mm-hmm. uh, I've played a lot of it the past two weeks, and I'm actually Have really you gotten more or less than five kills in your time? <laughs> like, in a game? Total, total time. Oh, yeah, total. I, I think I'm up to, like, 20 kills. We actually oh, won wow. a game a couple Ooh. of days ago. That was like very, the very duos? Or uh, you have a squad with it you? It was squad with uh, me, Mayan, and his roommate. And, uh, winner, we actually winner, ramen, dinner. So it was pretty, uh, hey, Mayan, yeah, speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. We, uh, we won a game of PUBG, so that's, uh, you know, the highlight that is exciting. of my week. I guarantee you the reason why you won is because I was not there. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably very bad at that game. Probably. It's helpful if you have somebody on your team that can shoot straight. Yeah, Shut definitely. So, I mean... Uh, <laughs> For a very, very short time, we were the reigning PUBG champions for probably like a second or two. Hanzo, you know, I can add that to my, my resume, I guess. Put, just put chicken dinner receiver. That could be like your top bill on your resume. <laughs> uh, just no. make sure it's but, cold. But uh, aside from PUBG, you've been uh, still cranking at the, the Pokemans. Yep. How's uh, how's that working out for you? I know the answer, but uh, anybody yeah, that doesn't still, watch. Uh, we're on a, today was day 13 of my Mewtwo resets. Uh, still nothing. So I think we're at like three point five thousand resets. So it's pretty. You easy. think your game might be broken? Uh, I thought about <laughs> it, but uh, I doubt it. I think it's just very bad luck. So, yeah. Jeff, 
So you've, you've had, entered you've entered the world of uh, professional. Streaming. I've been streaming like a motherfucker. I've been playing pinball twice a week for anywhere from an hour and a half to two and a half hours, dazzling the world with my inability to keep a ball alive. Hey, uh, you're doing you're doing awesome compared to me because I'm, I'm very. I do poor appreciate you guys hanging out. It makes yeah. it a lot less boring than talking to myself, just sitting there like, "All right, we're gonna hit the ramp again." Fuck, we drained. I mean, that's is, how streaming is. Like, the first is, month that I was, like, streaming Pokemon, like, I was literally not yeah, talking to anyone. I was, it was, it was just me myself popping in every like, once in a while, trying, yeah. to, trying to keep him company until I, was I lost interest. repeating in myself every 15 minutes, like, just to try to keep talking, you know? Yeah, so, I'm getting I mean, a decent amount of people in there, but it's, like, um, I'm getting a lot of people who are new to pinball. So I well, do feel what, like I'm... That's what your show every Tuesday... Tutorial Tuesday. Tutorial is... Tuesday, not to be confused with Flippin' Friday, <laughs> which is Flippin' Sweet. Um, no, it's, it's a good time. I, I enjoy having a platform to share my obsession. I'll call it an obsession. Plus, now um, you've all you got to do is get the, that follower count up to 50, and you can sign your uh, contract with Amazon, and then you can start writing off all that crap as tax write-offs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm too late on that, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm I have a, a decent number for somebody who's only been streaming for a month. No, I think you're doing really good. I popped in for like 30 seconds yesterday to see you on your knees grabbing up at your microphone. Yeah, yeah the most uh, <laughs> dickifable possible situation. Well, I, don't worry, I clipped what it. What happened I'll take to your, uh, later. your your polar back thing broke? Is that what happened? My plunger, yeah. Plunger. So I was playing, playing Medieval <laughs> Madness, which is a game that launches with a button, not a fucking plunger. And about halfway through the game, I just hear a snap. The uh, thing that holds it to the table just gave out and snapped in half. The is that a 3D, 3D printed piece? It looks like yeah. something that was 3D printed. Yeah, the board that actually runs the buttons and the nudge is fine. So I put in a, a rush order on a replacement part. I was so going we'll to I was going to tell you I have we have access to a th like multiple 3D printers at work. I was going if you could have sent me the diagram, I could have printed one out for you. But I don't have a diagram. Okay. But when I get the next one, I could probably mock something up uh, to print some future ones. There you go. How much, how much are we talking about for this thing? Because we might have a little side little side hustle going here printing the, out. The housing parts. itself is about 35 bucks. All right, sold. I'm making all is, of them. <laughs> <laughs> the board comes in with the housing for about 140 150 Yeah. But it lets you nudge the table for real, and it's so fucking worth it. You See, I didn't it. realize until you started playing that nudging was something that you're supposed to do. I thought that just oh, locked yeah. the table and yeah, then you, you lost. Yeah, you do it like every two seconds, and like I feel like it doesn't actually do anything. See, what it's doing is it's changing where the table is at in relation to the ball. So if you're like real close to a flipper, a quick nudge will send the flipper to the ball instead of the ball to the, the outlanes or the, the center drain. It's a, it's a fine art form of doing it and then you'll see me tilt constantly because i am just nudge 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 uh it does not like that <laughs> it's supposed to be a deterrent from just shaking the shit out of the table and breaking it um but as far as games actual games i've been playing i beat final fantasy 7 ending my 17 year drought and childhood shame of not being able to finish it underwhelming it was not yep. as fun going back as i remember it being I also beat Mortal Kombat 11 Story Mode. Underwhelming, but it's a fun game to play overall. <laughs> I've also been playing a little bit of Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on the GameCube. Real close to beating that. 
uh, a small amount of days gone, which will segue into a later topic that we have. And uh, I did a thing. I don't know if you can see it on camera here, but I uh, I built a Street Fighter uh, arcade one up and then converted it into a MAME cabinet. Also, Pac-Man will play into a story later. But, <laughs> how uh, uh, how how that go? Process pretty easy to get that thing up and running. Other it's, ROMs. It's real straightforward. Uh, you just plug in a flash you... drive or something. Oh yeah, the Raspberry Pi stuff's easy as shit. Converting it, they do not want you converting this thing. Um, but I ordered the wrong board first, and then like my picture was all fucked up, and I was like, oh shit, I really hope I didn't just break this thing. So I rush ordered the correct board, plugged it in, and everything was fine. You rush order a lot of things, but I I do. I'm I had to pay for shipping for that plunger thing, and it was the first time I've paid for shipping in like three years. I was like, you want twelve dollars to ship me a package in an undetermined amount of time without a uh, lookup code? They didn't even give you. A, oh man, Canadian Post. Jesus Christ. Well. I, I should have been playing lots of games, but I'm not because uh, reviews completely turned me off to, to the two video games that I've been most looking forward to this month, Mortal Kombat 11 and Days Gone. I've been looking forward to Days Gone for a long time now, and this kind of rolls us into our first topic. Is there anything that a review or reviewer can say that will just completely change your mind about buying a video game? And I'll start. They said the game was really long and not fun. And that, that that's pretty much it. If, if you have a game that they're saying takes anywhere from 40 to 60 hours to beat and the gameplay loop is not fun, I don't care how good the story is or how fun little moments are, I'm not playing your game. And then Mortal Kombat 11, um, I, I probably still should have bought it, but my, my fighting game gonna, friends are having babies. It's going to drop rates so fucking quick. Yeah, now I'm waiting for a more complete edition. There's some leaked characters that seem like they're going to be interesting, and I don't want to have to buy uh, you know full-price character packs. But the, the, this is the story out to you guys. Is there anything that uh, either examples you have or just some things that you know about that a reviewer could say that would just completely turn you off to a game or even the other way around, something they could say that would be like, oh, I, mean, I want to look this up. So, um, Tim Rogers from Kotaku completely bought me in on Dragon Quest XI. Oh, yeah? He was over the top with fucking praise for it, and he was right. And then he was also over the top with praise for Crackdown 3, and fuck Crackdown 3. <laughs> um, his, his videos are great. They're, like the, so only, they're like the only half-hour videos on that I can through the That I'll time. watch not at one and a half speed. <laughs> So what uh, what did he say? What do you say specifically about them, or like you know that really led you down the path of wanting to buy those games? He basically made it sound like it was a half hour blowjob in his description of the game, where it was just like so amazing and over the top, and you can't miss this game. And I was like, all right, Dragon Quest Eleven looked interesting. This uh, week's game night episode is like a half hour blowjob. I'm just I'm just fucking throwing taglines at you guys. <laughs> But um, no, the, the, he, he just sold me on it, and I picked it up uh, day one for the PS4, played probably 15 hours of it, and then it was on sale for the computer, and I have a nice, hefty computer now, and there's a bunch of mods for it, so I picked it up again on sale. So yeah, I own two copies of Dragon Quest XI. Good stuff. It was that good. 
it's that good and i can't wait to start it again and actually finish it this time that's a game that i hear is, has like the opposite of a of a days gone where it's long but everything that you do in it it's really fun and the story is maybe not so great so days gone is the kind of game i've been saying i want for years it's an open world survival game where i don't have to play with real people but the the riding the motorcycle which is like the hook of the game is fucking trash like it's just clunky it's resident evil 2 psx tank controls clunky oh jesus we're like you 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 tap left like any driving game you've played in the last 15 years and instead of doing a nice smooth turn you just pff, fucking tron light cycle it into a tree or something and then you had to fix your motorcycle which is the other half of the gameplay loop <laughs> um and sneaking up on people and doing like stealth kills or like uh bone arrow kills really satisfying using a pistol is like um yeah i got nothing it's fucking bad i used all my good uh is like on the podcast <laughs> flyers suck <laughs> it's bad next, I, steve, next steve do you got any got anything that uh you know a reviewer can say that can could sway you one way or the other I actually find it weird that people give a shit about any individual reviewers anymore with the prevalence of like aggregated reviews from owners. So like I won't buy anything off of Steam that I don't Has already have an interest in. Yeah. <laughs> but I already did. So That's true, you did. Yeah. But uh I want to see that aggregate be acceptable or above and i already had to kind of have an interest in the game um but some random paid person doing an interview or a review no i'm i'm not interested in what they say but i will take into regard like headlines so i surf kotaku and if one of one of the random things is like oh mortal kombat 11 uh, the story sucks like you'll see a headline like that and that'll leave a mark on me for later down the road where i'm like oh yeah the media is not really so hot on that game that's that's interesting like you are the complete opposite of me where yeah. aggregate scores mean absolutely nothing to me because they don't really paint a good picture because it's it feels like everything just kind of ends up muddled into an eight or a seven regardless of if it's good or not i actually try to go out and find somebody that i i trust to give me an opinion on a game like that like it, and and headlines don't really do a lot for me either because they don't they're just clickbait. They're just there to try to get you to click on the article. Yeah, I've been staying away from reviews because I, I have Rage 2 pre-ordered mm -hmm. for next Tuesday. And it looks fun to me. It looks like a game I'm going to like. But I'm staying away from reviews that are just like, it's a fucking garbage fire. Don't play it. Because <laughs> they wait till like a day after it comes out to be like, so you know that game we told you was really great and you needed to get? It's fucking trash. Don't yeah, it, it turns out they didn't have any of the microtransaction systems turned on, and it's actually awful. Yep. Yeah. No, Max, I... Max, you don't buy video games, do you? No. What's a video so, game? I did buy you pinball tables. I did. Uh, I did That's sell true. you on Baba as you, and I think you hate that game. Oh uh, no, I don't <laughs> hate it. I'm just not smart enough to play it, apparently. So. Well, you, you just gotta keep chugging away at it. You'll get it. We'll do a Baba as you stream sometime. You we'll... can't, because people are gonna cheat. Like that's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't cheat, Mayan. Mayan's gonna cheat because that's what Mayan fucking does. With my deep ass voice on this podcast. Well, since uh, let's let's take a little trip back towards Magic: The Gathering. Steve, you uh, you played 
a little bit of the pre-release, and you said you've been playing on Magic: The Gathering Arena well, uh, with the uh, with the uh, new cards. You don't play a little bit of a pre-release. You play a pre-release. Nah, whatever. <laughs> what are you? What are your? What are your some first impressions of this set? The the hook this time is that there's a Planeswalker in every deck, correct? Or in every booster pack, correct? Yeah, there is. That's their gimmick this time around. It's. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of an old school Magic fan, so uh, Planeswalkers came out in that in between where I wasn't playing, and I kind of have that old man vibe of like, what is this new shit, and why is it a thing? But um, at the same time, it's like you kind of do need to evolve the game. I just never cared for the old ones because they were always ticking clocks. If you didn't mm -hmm. deal with them within like two or three turns they were going to blow whatever the ultimate was and the game was just over. And I always kind of felt that was shitty. But at the same time, there's bomb-ass creatures and spells that'll do that anyway. So it's not really any different. Um, so my opinion on that's kind of moot. The set itself is really entertaining to play because you either get into a large-scale war stalemate with somebody where you're just, you know, getting to the point where they have to count down turns or somebody's going to flip a bomb-ass rare immediately and just wipe you out. But uh, it makes for pretty entertaining games because they're not quite as stale as some of the other sets. Um, I I overperformed at our pre-release, but I sponsored a friend of ours to play, and every time I do that, he pulls the craziest money cards and hands them over to me. So <laughs> it's always worth it. I walk away with like $150 worth of cards out of a $60 buy-in between the two of us and we both get to play um, my deck sucked I got not a great series of pools but um, the people I played against just kind of failed out so I went 3-1 and one. Jeff went 3-1 and one, and Phil went 4-0 and oh and played Jeff for the end so he was happy that he beat him and I was playing some MTG online because you had a free like sealed or draft and i pulled the very worst sealed pull i've ever seen in my life i couldn't do anything with it uh but you get free shit for for playing that so mm -hmm. and that you do good. get a you get some free rewards if you're a twitch prime member check your little uh gifts up there in the corner of the twitch account there you'll you'll see a code that you can enter into magic online or magic arena yeah, but I keep telling you I don't have Twitch Prime. I can't get it. You kind of do. No, your wife has it. She Ask does. her to log in. She's yeah. your wife. No. Not gonna there are some it. things in a marriage that you just don't cross. There's too, too many steps to that process. You're, Max, you're gonna, does Sarah have gonna... access to your Twitch Prime? She's the one Sarah, that has it. I was going to say Sarah has the Twitch yeah. Prime. And I use her account to sub to us. Does she, does she, is she aware? Should we not be talking about this on podcast? Lowercase b. No, she's I think she, I, I think I, she I, Hold on. I I have access to her Twitch account. I don't think I have access to her Amazon account though. Not that it she matters. didn't even make you like a an account member so you can get You're some not free a beneficiary or something. I don't have enough money to spend on stuff. What are you talking about? They have pretty good prices on ramen. Yeah, that's where I I got the ramen I sent you, I believe. Yeah, all two dollars of it for twenty four packs, right? Like six something to get it shipped. <laughs> This is a as ridiculous you, amount for ramen. As you can tell by the fact that we are only 28 minutes in and already talking about ramen. News is slow this week, uh, but all of the news is happening tomorrow, uh, which is just our luck. 
Uh, there are two pretty big stream announcements. Uh, the first one is a new Ghost Recon world premiere that's going to be happening at 11.30 Pacific time tomorrow. Um, and I thought it would be really fun to speculate and talk about how it might be you know, Wildlands 2 or something else. And then in true Ubisoft fashion, the title leaked. So we're looking at uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Steve, they, uh, as our resident Ghost Recon expert. Say they they named it after Steve's description of his gameplay. <laughs> All right, this is it. No more Ghost Recon Wildland talk. This is the break point. <laughs> Should we come uh, back in two years? Yeah, I'm not sure why I'm the resident expert having played their one game. Well, you played the one game more than all of us, so that makes you the expert. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to see what kind of game it is, because it said it's a four-player story-driven experience, which mm -hmm. doesn't give you enough information to do no. anything with. So no, if it's... it's Ubisoft. It's an open world. It's a Ghost Recon game. I think you can kind of fill in the blanks on it. Yeah, it's go to a tower, get all the gonna, checkpoint things, clear the area. Not now, but repeat. now, now. Like, maybe 2028 is a good, good number for them to go with. Uh, the government of some eastern european country has crumbled you are there to overthrow the dictator and bring back stability Tune yeah. next week to see if i'm right pretty much the only thing that's exciting me about it is they use the character model for the guy's name i don't remember who did the netflix punisher series i don't yeah. remember the actor's name but i really enjoyed that series and it sucks that they canceled it because of the whole disney netflix unmarriage but uh it's good to see him getting some work as a digital character he's probably playing the voice he's probably just going that would to be... really be shitty if he was just the face actor and they use somebody else's voice <laughs> yeah he's probably just going to be like punisher the not punisher of a ubisoft game because i think they even said in one part that it's just him holding two guns gunning down people i was like oh so the punisher they'll probably have a big not skull <laughs> on his chest there's definitely going to be a mod yeah. i mean did you did you see the statue no i mean I he has like he has like a skull on his face and he has a big gun and he has a handgun yeah yeah and punisher. I, I always like the punisher too i i always like superheroes that weren't superheroes like uh iron man batman the punisher because they were just regular people that either had access to money technology or a gun Punisher in particular. It was just, what's your superpower? It's a pretty big drop off. Wait, aren't you a superhero then, Steve? You have plenty of guns. That, that's true. Yeah. Are you I a vigilante? No, there's not enough money in it. But you could be uh, a robber. There's lots of money in robbing people. Game Night Now, the official yeah. robbery podcast of the Middle <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania area. The number one murder whatever Look, lowercase you just have podcast. to read that cracked article on how to do a good robbery and what the odds are because they let you know that robbing a bank is like the worst robbery that you can do because there's the highest chances of getting caught and the actual lowest rewards what you want to do is you want to rob an armored truck because <laughs> that has the lowest chances of being caught and the highest rewards it's like 74, 75% of people who try to rob a bank just get caught. And it's like 28% of armored cars. You seem to have done a lot of like statistical research on who to rob. And you have lots of guns. And now you're on a list. 
Yeah, that's, that's you didn't how you get hear the first part where I said there is a cracked article that went through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, sure. There's a cracked, cracked article written article. by Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, if if I was gonna rob a fucking armored car and walk away with a hundred thousand dollars, I wouldn't be here in my basement talking to you guys. I'd be somewhere else having. But it would be, be a some really other alibi. subterranean lair. Yeah. Like you could honestly just. I don't think hundred k is gonna buy you anything. You could write in your appearance on this podcast. Just come in there, sit, be silent, wait about ten minutes, talk about Wildlands for ten minutes, and be silent again. uh, Was the game you bought most recently not uh, Porsche? No, the uh, Warhammer one. Oh, I refunded that. I don't have it anymore. (laughs) It it was not really that good. So, Um, well. At least I, I if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I could buy a lawnmower. Oh, my, my coworker just bought a lawnmower today. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I have not been a big fan of Ubisoft games recently. They, they're. I like a more story-driven mainline path. Like open-world games just are not doing it for me anymore. And uh, I don't think this game's gonna change my mind. No, yeah, I'll give it a go, but. Of course you're going to give it a go. Is there any game that you have not given a go, ever? And the fact that you have to think about it is the answer to the question. <laughs> yeah, there was one... Fuck, what was it? It was like a deep, deep, deep pre, pre-order sale. And then I watched a video of gameplay of it from like two months ago, and it looked like it was nowhere near being finished. I don't remember what the fuck it was called, though. But I didn't buy it. Jeff, two questions for you. One, okay. is there a particular game that you do not like to play, like a genre, like racing or sports or whatever? Or do you just like it all? I've kind of branched out. I used to not like fighting and racing games, and then Forza slowly got me into racing games, and then I think recent, real recently with uh, Dead or Alive 6, that got me to kind of enjoy it, and Smash I was enjoying a little bit. Um, but prior to that, those would have been genres I stayed away from. And two. Two is, are you into early access games? Slash, if you are, have you ever been really burned by one? Um, yeah, but I couldn't tell you the name. It's been way too long. But there was before the open world zombie game became completely oversaturated. So like six minutes after Walking Dead launched. Yeah. Uh, I picked one up in early access that looked promising, and it was just fucking garbage like a unity asset flip kind of game uh was that called uh seven days to die no i actually got some fun out of seven days to die um it was worse than that though uh that i think i'll agree with you on that one there were parts of that that were fun when you're playing with it but it's not a good game by any measure um there was a game that came out on PC that was in early access forever, and it was like Minecraft, but with voxels, and you had a hang glider. Oh, um, Cube World. Cube World, yeah. yeah I paid I'm... for Cube World, and so did I. I have not gone <laughs> back. Uh, I actually enjoyed a little bit of that, but did they then... ever finally released that? I don't think so. I think the dude ran away with the money. Um, I think there was a Kotaku article a couple of years ago because he just randomly like started putting out promo materials for it and then disappeared again. So he'd put out an update once every three to six months for like four years after 
the beta was available, but um, oh, I just sent a password reset request. So we'll see what's going on with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it was promising. Like the version that I played, I was like, oh, this will be fun when it's done. And then it just never, ever completed. It looks so goddamn promising. Yeah, when... I've never been, I've never been tempted by a, a pre like a you know early access game, but Risk of Rain Two might be the game that pushes me over the edge. It's been out for a little while now, but it looks like a lot of fun. Is I that have it. it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Hmm. I I was big into early access when it was first a thing on Steam, but the combination of getting burned by too many just awful games that never ever got any better and uh basically playing games that would eventually turn into great ones but i was never going to go back because i played it like mm -hmm. yeah you have some new features but i played the shit out of it and i'm kind of done now so i don't I, I basically just swore off early access i'll wait until it's out and it's done and i hate that there's any game that has a roadmap because it's basically not a completed game. They're like, we're going to sell you the game that's supposedly mechanically fine, but it's missing all of the stuff we want to put in it because we need or want the money now. And so I, you mean every game that's come yeah. out in the last two years? Pretty much. Like, I would never really get into Anthem if it wasn't completely free and fun because it's just one of those games where they're like, we're just going to keep throwing content, but we're going to release with no content. So it came free with my video card, and I can assure you that it is not fun. Yeah, see, that's why I put that extra free. It is not fun. Yeah, EA had their earnings call yesterday, and uh, their quarter four did not go well. Anthem, Anthem is underperforming. But uh, somebody who's not underperforming is Sony, and they're also having a uh, press stream tomorrow. Um, they're doing their second state of play, where they're going to be taking a deep dive look at medieval. Has anybody got jazzed? Is anybody jazzed up for the medieval? I don't HD give a shit about the remake, but I, I just thought that they might have some news on the North American release of Judgment, and that makes me excited. Maybe it's supposed Maybe. to be June. They have uh, they have definitely done some third party stuff in their first state of play, so they're going to need to pad it out. It can't just all be medieval. And uh, th that leads me to: Is there anything that you're hoping to see uh, from Sony tomorrow? Very excited. Yeah, PS Five. Hmm? You think they're going to drop the PS5 tomorrow? They're yeah, going to drop PS5 Just... news end of this year. It's coming out Christmas next year. Uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Th between Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're right. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And uh, I'm going to fucking buy they're it. Not gonna, it it got to be before that. And Black Friday. You got to get that Black Friday. You don't, want, you don't want people potentially getting sales on your new console. Just don't but put that's it on sale. That's when you bundle, let the, the, the company, the stores bundle in games and crap like that and sell it. But I, I do think we're going to get a little bit of Last of Us 2, but they're not going to give a release date because it's going to release for both as a launch title. All right, I want to swing back around to that because I have a question for you because I think I've asked it already, but I don't remember. There's going to be a new Spider-Man game. There, I mean, there so definitely soon. is, but I don't think they're going to be announcing that do tomorrow. We get, do we get news about that Square Enix Marvel crossover? Mm, I can't imagine that it's going to be anything. Your your expectations are, might be a little high. Oh, for they're way too high. To play. I'm, I'm just thinking of shit that I, I have not heard well, about in a while. The, so. the internet is ablaze because uh, Square Enix posted a 
just a picture of Final Fantasy eleven or Final Fantasy. I, I just automatically say Final Fantasy eleven, Final Fantasy seven, um, with no context, and everyone is just assuming that that means they're definitely going to announce the Final Fantasy seven remake. Maybe get some some update on that dumpster fire. So it's supposed to be episodic. Does that make you enjoy it more? Or uh, the I'm, not the I'm not the target audience for this, Steve. You're the you're the target audience for for seven remake. Seven? No, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I, I was a Nintendo 64 kid. I uh, completely missed all of those games. I mean, I literally just beat it last week, and I it's way more tedious than I remember. So I'm curious how they'll flesh it out more to make Did it you, a modern experience. Did you play with cheats or did you go through? I played at circa... speed. Yeah, so I think it's one of those games that is going to fit within its time frame only, and I don't know if a remake is going to be able to do anything that's not just going to make it a different game with the same story. Um, See that that actually might be something if it comes out episodic and relatively cheap maybe ten dollars an episode or something like that i hear the story is really good i i mean i know what happens it's it's impossible to live on the internet and not know what the you know the storylines of final fantasy 7 are is the at this dies. point but the i hear the story is good but the gameplay was never anything spoiler alert we need to flash oh, sorry. that sorry. before <laughs> what's her name daisy yeah you're, you're Ariel, right Ariel, something like that just, yeah, you got it. Magnificent. You're just fucking you got Little it. Mermaid gets whacked in Final Fantasy <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's the that's the big rumor mill that we're gonna we're gonna see some Final Fantasy VII stuff, which I don't think is gonna happen. I think there's gonna be about four minutes of medieval, some third party garbage, maybe a VR game, and that's it. Uh, we touched on this before, but I kind of gave up on any sort of announcements or oh, I like these events that they have because most of the times they're going to show you just basically horseshit that doesn't matter like when they and, used to and i up. mark it on my i mark it on my calendar and yeah. like take my lunch early to be able to watch this stuff i love i live for this stuff i love but, it so you guys like, play games differently though because a, an announced game today isn't going to really be in your wheelhouse for another couple years that's true but there's good reason for that. And you can look at, well, let's see, Fallout 76 and how much hype and how many events they went through. And they're like, oh, this is going to be the greatest fucking thing. Here's a plate full of promises. And they deliver you just the biggest fucking turd that they can't get rid of now. So you're so, not looking yeah, forward yeah, to yeah, Elder Scrolls 6? The, uh, you can actually get an Xbox One X $100 cheaper if you take a copy of Fallout 76. <laughs> is yeah. that worth it, though? Pretty much. But it's because of that that I like releases and like news releases don't mean anything to me because I don't care about your game until it comes out and it's reviewed because uh, there's too many big franchises that have just released shit. So that's why I don't pre-order games anymore. I want to know what it's about. Not what it's about, but I want to know how good the game is before I purchase because especially now that's a time and money investment that I don't really have to spare. So I'm not going to take chances. I'll take very few chances. I mean, there's probably some game out there that you'd tell me is going to come back and I might do it. But the last announcement I was... Vampire the Masquerade 2? Honestly, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> I want to I wanna see 
a little bit more into it, but between what they were saying the gameplay was like and their pre-rendered little video, I was like, eh, this doesn't look like if, Bloodline. If I can take us off on a tangent, then... No, please, Steve, do. Steve World, what would be a game that could be announced for a, a long-dormant franchise that would just get you super fucking excited for it? A long dormant franchise. Yeah, like or something I mean, out of left field. That matter. Like what something that they could come out here and just drop like when they came out on stage and said we're Shenmue three is coming out and everyone lost their mind. Okay. I'm assuming it's not Shenmue three. Beavis and Butthead I, two. I would pre order Magic the Gathering Chandelier two. That was a like nineties. Hang era. on, hang on, hang on. Was Let that the, the action RPG one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, it wasn't an action RPG. It was. It was the card game. Oh, okay. You, you wandered around as this like dude, and you just picked a color at the beginning of the game, and they gave you a deck. And this was like alpha, beta, unlimited stuff too, like the old school shit. And uh, you could do like random encounters. Where it would be like a wizard, and you did the anti thing, and um you were trying to collect all the gems in this region and shut out a lich, but like each of the gems was in a, uh, a color coded like dungeon. And like, it was just playing a lot of old school magic, but the, the engine couldn't really handle the intricacies of the rules. And so a lot of them were broken. Like when I played it, there was no limit to the number of cards that you could have per a kind. So I'd have like 10 black lotuses and, and a fireball and a channel and just go for first turn wins over and over again and have this giant card pool of ancient stuff. But the gameplay itself, besides magic, was really good. And the magic game itself was acceptable. And if they said they were going to come out and do that again, I would pre-order that and I'd freak out because I think they abandoned it. Like they I don't think they have any intention of ever having a magic video game that's not either the card game redone like MCGO or Arena or some like hackneyed here's our main characters in an action RPG or something not yeah, actually say, related they, to They magic. got weird there for a while where they were, they were coming out with like story driven action RPG games. So I thought that's yeah. what I was talking about. But I don't Planes care about, stuff. I don't care about any of the characters and I, I haven't since the original series and they're all basically dead. The only two people I give a shit about are like the planeswalker that is from the original set, the giant silver robot Karn. And by extension, the uh, the Phyrexians, which were the big bad guys way back in the day, that have a new and, dare I say, more interesting form in the new game. And I think they're going to go back to that soon, and I'll be super, super hyped for that, because that's that's nostalgia there. That's like MTG meets the Borg, if you were a Star Trek fan. And um, so I... I would pre-order a game like that where they're like, you get to play an RPG, but you actually play magic against the other wizards. And that was a really awesome game, but it did not age well. It's not something you can easily go back to. And it's so old that you need to run like an those uh DOS like a box. DOS box. Yeah. And it's it's not really worth trying to get it to run again, but well, at least I, we know that there is something out there that can get you excited, that can get the blood flowing in Steve's old, you know, loins there. 
I'm too too jaded in my old age. I've played too many games that had high. You don't have a PlayStation. That's that's the problem. And and I keep telling you this: the the only games that are worth worth the price of admission mm-hmm. are the PlayStation exclusives. With Days Gone being the exception. And I should have known that the Bubsy 3D team could not pull this off. I thought I had such high hopes for the Bubsy team. Now but, I, uh, I'm sure there's really good games out there that I've played on PC. Mm-hmm. But I've played so many of them that they all just sort of run together, and I can't really think of it on the spot. But if I went through my library, I'd pick out games where I was like, "Damn, that was a really good game, and I really enjoyed it." I I don't know. It's it's uh, coming back on to what I said. I'd come back to with the Last of Us. The Last of Us is one of those games that's just so memorable that you know I could never forget that in a list of games. So you think the last? You think there might be a chance that we might see some Last of Us news tomorrow? I think I asked this before, and I, and I, want, I don't remember what the answer was. Do you think there's going to be two SKUs of The Last of Us, or just one SKU, the PlayStation one 4 game? that has those versions on it, or it'll be upscaled for the PS5. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming that something like that is going to be the same. I, I, if they don't get it out soon, it's going to seem like they're just money-grubbing if they come out with two SKUs. This of... is Sony's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. Um... Not to put you on the spot, Dan, but uh, who's winning the Sega Mini Draft? Have they released any more games since we did the draft? They did release some more games. Did we ever recap that from the first time around? Let's do it now. So I think I actually marked it, didn't I? I don't know. Well, uh, I'm just going to end the show right here, and then we can catch all this in the post show. (laughs) Uh, If you like you like what I you put saw. him so much on the spot. He's just ending the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Fuck this, we're done." <laughs> we could have, we could have. I could fumble over. to get this thing, uh, you know, pulled up. But this is going to be its own little segment. We'll make it its own little YouTube video. Eight people will watch. It'll be a good time. Yeah. But if you like what you saw, check us out on YouTube. Check us out here every Wednesday. Twitch.tv slash Game Night Now. Mech streams Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, one o'clock. Saturdays, Sundays, ten o'clock. Jeff streams on his channel, Flipping Sweet. Thursday, Tuesdays, and Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern 7 30 8 8 p.m. Eastern Check it out, man. He'd, he'd love, uh, love to teach you a little bit about pinball. But uh, until next week, I'm Dan with Steve and Jeff Mex. Catch you next week.